And three, two, one. We are diarrhea to tape. Diarrhea to tape. Okay. Um, you have a pre-recorded intro, right? So I can just go right into it. <laughs> no. Um, I mean, I do, but it only announces whether or not there's a paydays journal. Oh, okay. Um, so, uh, Pop-Up has asked this group, uh, recruited uh, Violet Connor, Winston, and Snowflake. Yep. I'm sorry, that's not Connor, that's Lonix. Violet, Lonix, Winston, and Snowflake. Your character's name is Winston, Chad? Yes. Okay. I don't know why I didn't remember that. Yes. Captain Winston Church. Okay. Uh. Victim of a mutiny when he lost his ship, a hurdy-turdy. Oh, right, right. The... The uh, Tabaxi Wizard. Okay, yeah, he's uh, Pop Pop has asked you to retrieve something from one of the vaults on the vault floor, which is uh, a couple levels below you guys. Um, not levels experience, levels floors. Um, and has stated that there are possibly a couple ways to get there. Um, he knows of a guard who uh, is kind of in dire straits and possibly uh, turn a blind eye if you're uh, willing to help him. And there is a currently a dungeon whose exit mistakenly dumps you off in on the vault floor instead of back in Asimuth Index Halls of Madness. It is up to you which well, route you wanted to go. Uh, didn't we already go talk to the brother? I think you talked to the brother and he told you about his his uh... Well, we talked to the dude and he told us about his brother. That was it. Yes. Yeah, he told you about the brother. He he uh basically rents out dungeon eighty-eight and uh it's called the Button Club. I have in back vault thirty-eight lucky number. Okay. Yeah, Sounds like supposedly that's the that's the vault that uh, um, Pop Pop wants you to open. It's oh. vault, vault number thirty-eight. Hey, so where are you guys going? Which one, Deuce? Well, we had also found out that we have roughly six to seven hours before the repair people show up to fix 
the other dungeon. Yes, and it's probably not going to be a snap their fingers and it's fixed. Right. But, uh, yeah, that's... Uh, it's not a forever window. I do have an, uh, uh, the main floor map drawn up, but uh, I don't have well, anything no. labeled, so... If we wanted to try and get into the dungeon before they got there. We're on a clock. Or if we, or if we wanted to then meet them and take their place, either of those options are, are on a clock. Yes. So... It is getting close to the midnight hour ish. Yes. So we could, if we wanted, take a run at the club and see if we can accomplish anything quickly. You said it's around midnight? A little before, if I remember correctly. Okay. I mean, that seems early to go clubbing, but time down. Sure. Yeah, I mean, no objection. I'm not saying that it, either is, option is better than the other, just laying out what I remember from the last session. Uh, by my reckoning, we didn't have enough information on either option to determine which one was better. Right. So it that that might have been by design. It, it, I suspected as much. So it feels a whole lot like we're just going to have to pick one and hope for the best. Um, I am throwing a map in chat if you want to check out. This is the main floor of Asmodendex Halls of Madness. I uh, did some quick. Uh, Jotting down there, uh, like where it says offices, those four rooms around there, and then the next room to the let's just say the east, those four rooms are also offices. That's like where Eric Gabast's office is and whatnot. Daryl's office is that back room. AW3s is the center area here, the place with the uh, little uh, zigzag thing where the people would line up is uh. Um, the entrance, those where it says dorms, that whole appendage is the dorms. And at the end, there's a spiral staircase that takes you up or down. And there are multiple floors of those dorms. So like when you guys, you know, go back to your room, it's one of those. These uh, nooks over here in this almost cavern looking kind of crooked area are the time vaults. And okay. then all along the dungeon, these little things that look like windows or what, those are doors that lead into individual dungeons. Okay. There are more on other floors of the dungeon, of the 
of the uh, um, facility. No, no and, shortage uh, of doors is what you're saying. Well, one of them's numbered 88, so, yeah. Okay. As many as you can think of. And some of them have multiple keys. It depends on which key you use to open the door where it leads you. So, doors on doors on doors. All right. But so you wanted to go to the button club. I think that was the thought. Okay. Um, where were you having this discussion? Were you telling, uh, I, th I think we kind of ended with you guys, uh, laying it out for pop-up, like what, what plan was, yep. right? Yep. yep. So are you still there when you decide this? I mean, I, I assume since we didn't say that you would have us doing this right in front of Daryl. In front of Daryl? No. I mean, cause that, you don't, you know. You don't want Daryl to know about that. Exactly, which is why, since we didn't say, I would assume that you're making us do it immediately in front of him. Well, yeah, but no. Not, not yet. So, uh, Pop-Up says, well, okay, uh, yeah, like you said, it is a bit early, but, uh, you know, beat the crowd, maybe you get, get the chance to talk to the brother. I forget which one. Uh, I, I gave the brothers two names, right? Uh, uh, um, Connor and Donner. Yeah. Uh, uh, Donner is the one with the button club, right? Yes. So then let's go to a Donner party. Yes. You're going to yep. the Donner party. Pop up sucks. Oh, hold up. Uh, before you go there, if you guys want, are, are even going to want to get in, you're going to need some help. And he goes over to this wardrobe and he opens it up. He looks, he says, fuck, no. <clears throat> Closes the door, jiggles the handle, opens it up. It just looks like an empty closet again. Closes it, bangs it, kicks it, opens it back up. And there's like, it looks like a walk-in closet now. And there's all these clothes in there. And he's like, okay, uh, um, yeah, any of this. And he starts throwing out stuff. And it's like a sequence jacket, a feather bow, uh, uh, like a big floppy pink hat. Uh, and all all these different flamboyant out, outfits, you guys look like uh, Dungeons and Dragons pimps by the end. Uh, it, it, put together the best pirate captain ensemble I can. It's gonna come off probably as a gay S and M pirate, but sure, whatever. Yeah, I'm picking up what you're putting down, friend. Uh, I, I got this covered though. I don't need the clothes. Uh, okay. and then I'll mask of many faces into, uh, a little, a little bit pirate, a little bit S and M pimp, a little bit rock and roll, a little bit rock and roll. Okay. And, um, and, think... and three foot of chaos. Yeah. And Lonix doesn't have anything, uh, along that. And so yeah, he picks up a uh, a even being uh, as tall as he is, five ten. There's a jacket that is a uh, rainbow sequence that goes 
almost to the floor on him and a uh, leather, pink leather belt that will hold it closed. And um, almost like a, uh, a costume ball kind of mask with these feathers coming off the right side of it. Just kind of, and the feathers just like naturally go back and curl around his head. He's like, I, I guess this will work. And honestly, of all of all of all of you, I think he has the. He, he probably can pull it off. He has the charisma, and he's a half elf, so why not? And then, uh, topping topping the entire outfit, one on each shoulder, in in an attempt to look almost like like those ridiculous shoulder pads in WoW. Uh huh. Those pauldrons. Yes. There's a bird on each shoulder, facing out. Hold still, you two. Okay. Coogan and Moogan. Coogan and Moonin. Come on now. Okay. I, I I have it written down somewhere. I okay. Um, Dylan, I assume you grab something cool and frosty. Yeah. I don't know if white's going to be good for sneaking, but yeah. yeah that's what were you wearing? What color were you wearing before? Probably like, like a midnight light blue, light. or okay. Well, you can find something silverish, e maybe. You know, kind of a a bit of a simmer, or hell, there's there's just a kind of a muted silver dragon scale uh, vest, like a leather vest kind of action. And it's even like a little bit small, so it won't quite close. So you can pull that off. Yeah, you guys can all get it up. Because you've described it so well. <laughs> okay. Uh, you guys get glammed up and uh, you head off. Uh, Pop-Pop says, good luck, and uh, let you guys roll down to the door to Dungeon 88, which... Uh, I'm yes. sorry, on our way there, do we pass Dungeon 77? Um, I haven't really picked which one it is, so we will say... Uh, drag this to my desktop so I can have a picture. Okay. Try to get the. I don't want to keep my iPad open the whole time. Uh, yeah, we'll say um, 88. Yeah, see that H configuration of hallways right above where it says offices? Yep. It's uh, the. Uh, upper leftist um, one, top okay. left, that's 88. And okay. you guys are currently in one of the dorms down here. Yep. Uh, and 77 is the first one in that just out and out hallway to the westest most mm -hmm. with the four doors. It's the lowest one there at 77. So, 
Yeah, you can walk. And this here in the middle at the bottom is the entrance. So, you know, anybody coming to will be coming through there. Are there any guards or anything outside the broken dungeon? Um, just relying on the fact that you have to have a key. Uh, there is a key. You have to have a key to open it, and the key right. does does um uh kind of activate the dungeon. So yeah, you kind of have to have the key to get right. in. But no one's really. I mean, pop up. If you want to ask pop up about picking the lock, he's like, you know, I never tried. I don't know what that would do. No, I just... That's... But there in the entrance, you know, behind that uh, little staple-looking uh, shape there at the top of the entrance, that's mm -hmm. like the front counter. You know, right. much like a valet station, there is a whole closet of uh, keys right behind there. Mm-hmm. Do we have to pass by that? You can. Uh, you can either take the halls straight north and go through the offices, hallways, or you can go through the entrance and around. If you want to go by 77, it's probably best. Uh, you want to go by 77? Well, I was just looking to see, like, I, I wasn't pre-planning this. This hit me as, as you were describing us on our way to... 88. But if I'm going to make a note by, on my map that which one, so I've said 77, which one is 88. Well, no, if, if you want to swing by 77, we can. I was just going to say if we walked by 77 and we don't see any guards, it does give us a maybe secondary option inside the club to maybe see if one of the hostess ladies is there. Okay. I was able to charm them pretty well before. Maybe we could charm them with some drinks. It's kind of my, my thought. You charm somebody? I didn't like magically charm them, but I was able to. Oh, I see what you're Persuade. To... Well, if we swing by the valet, the where their keys might be, um, that's an option as well, and something that I might be able to make come together. There's uh those little alcoves that those little circles on the east and west side of the entrance. That's where the those are kind of like booths where the uh, indentured adventurers sit okay. as well. Just a curiosity. So what's planned? Do you have a... Uh... You want to try and swing by the hostess or the, the valet stand and see if we can get keys? That's fine. I... Well, it's more about seeing how how easy the keys are to access. Okay. Well, we can do that. Because I, I have options. Um, 
I'll wave my hand around. I'm at a distance from you, and you feel something. You feel what is an unmistakable index finger poking you in the chest? Yeah. I've got some options. Okay. Okay. Um, that is mage hand, correct? It doesn't make whatever you pick up invisible, just the mage hand is invisible, right? Correct. Okay. That's not a me poking torpedo or poking holes in your canoe. That's me clarifying. So I understood. Yeah, but it's still a key. So I, I'm, I'm hoping that, uh, yeah, you just drag it along the ground. Yeah. Yeah. That it, it's, yeah. yes, it's visible, but it's small. Mm -hmm. Hopefully. Unless we roll up and it's just one giant janitor's key ring. Um, Which completely defeats the purpose of, of any of this planning. Everybody roll me a, say, intelligence check. Okay. Natural 20 for a total of 23. There you go. This is not your first dungeon, correct? What's that? That's not your first, this is not your first dungeon, is it? Uh, this is my first time in... With this character, but supposedly he's gone through dungeons before. Yeah. Okay. Um, with a natural 20, you remember that, yes, it was a key ring, but it wasn't like every key was on one ring. There were several different key rings because otherwise one person had to open up every dungeon. Right. So like maybe all four of the ones in that hallway will be on the same key ring. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. We, uh, we might be able to make this come together a little bit. I'm not saying that this is the route I want to go. I'm just saying this, this could be a backup option. All right. If nothing else, get in and poke your head around, right? Uh, somewhere along the lines I was thinking, yeah. Hey, uh, I have some where, options. Who's, who's, where are we going and who's taking an action? Well, uh, uh, I'm just trying to case the where the keys are and okay. see how they are how readily accessible they might be um, and sure. it, how identifiable they are from whatever distance it is that we're able to actually see them um, sure uh so you get into the main area. There's a little hallway that goes, you know, from the corridor with the dorms right into the entrance area. Mm -hmm. That door is not locked. That door's, you know, open for traffic. Uh, you go through. You can't just, like, kind of crowd through the front there because there is a line, even though it's kind of a slow time of year. There's, there's a few people in line. There's a few people at the counter. 
talking. You can kind of work your way behind them, but a pretty good look at what's going on. Uh, there's a there's a group of dwarves, uh, kind of discussing the uh, waiver. They're they're not pleased with some of the points that they have to agree to, but uh, the, the friendly gal at the counter is you know, saying, "Hey, these this I have no control over that, sir." Um, perhaps if you would like to speak to the, the legal uh, team, we can write in a provisionary uh, amendment, but uh, that will cost you. And uh, another one's talking to a, 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 a ragtag group of human, elf, and uh, tabaxi. And uh, they're just asking like where 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 do you start what's the beginner level blah 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 but yeah. behind these two ladies who are helping these customers is a pegboard um one of the doors is it's it's kind of there's like a little closet like a medicine cabinet kind of thing and you open it up and there's all these little hooks and key rings hanging on it one of the doors is open one of them is kind of half shut so it's it's kind of like you know they didn't close it right or it doesn't close anymore perhaps. Okay. Uh, roll me a perception check. Since this is going to be your spell, it's really just you know reliant on you seeing what you want to see or finding what you want. Nine. 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 Uh, you can't quite make there are labels above each hook but unfortunately in the quick casual passerby pass pass by the counter the key on the hook above is hanging down so it obscures the the, the labels on the ones below the best you can tell is the top row goes one to six and the row below Below that, it goes 13, and you saw a 15, so you assume it goes clear across, like the, the door is covering up one of them. Okay. So if you... Um, and with a nine, you can't really tell how many rows there are, but you can, you know... Perhaps with that information, work out where 77 would fall. You said there's a couple of dwarves and the uh, the lady work at the counter. There's three dwarves, yeah, and they're they're kind of displeased with the waiver. They don't they don't like a couple points of the waiver. Uh, they're trying to get. They're basically cheap, and they're trying to. Get not pay as much dwarves are the other group the other group looks like like a fresh as a daisy noobs like they've never dungeoned in their life and they're here for the level one experience um what what sort of a how would one get behind the counter in this room um there's a little gap between the the counter and the wall there that little kind of bracket shaped uh, 
wall is the counter. Okay. So they're standing behind it. It's it's as it's you know maybe twenty feet wide. What's the what? There's uh like maybe three or four kiosk kind type areas where where a customer service person would assist each party, but right now there's only two working. Wait, there's two there's two people working? I thought it was just the one. There's, no, there's there's the the one helping the dwarves and then there's the other Gotcha, gotcha, uh, gotcha. Okay. One helping the newbies. Like she's going over their contract and telling them, you know, you know how like you, you have that first level dungeon. Like, what do you want to fight? Knolls? You want to fight uh, goblins? You know, you feeling Randy? You want to go hobgoblins? Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, Winston. Let's see. Uh, do you think that you could keep whichever one gets done first busy for a minute? Sure. Okay. Distraction is, uh, distract. You'll know if I need a distraction. Okay. Uh, I am using... Um. Lonix will, being that he is uh, a little bit taller than uh, Violet, he will lean down and say, I could make you invisible. Oh. But I'm not sure you could reach the cabinet. That would be cool, because then I wouldn't have to do it myself. And I have ways to reach at a distance. Okay. Um... I'm. I will do a uh, because my background is criminal. I have deception. Uh, I will stretch my arms, and that near floor length coat will open up to obscure you from view as I uh, try to kind of sleight of hand cast. Invisibility on you, and I will see if by my role. And what would I? I would add like what my spell casting modifier or something to to that role. Or no, I have a sleight of hand. So I mean, it, it is it a matter of trying to obscure me because I could just as no, easily obscure, attempt to hide. Obscure my obscure my casting. Oh, uh, I don't want no one anyone to notice that I cast a spell. I thought that I was turned you invisible. I was I... trying to hide you and then turn you invisible and then just go back to you know whatever no one noticed that you oh he's gone now. Hasn't that usually been sleight of hand? Yeah. Yeah. So sleight of hand and then I will roll for the two employees to see if they notice. Wow. A six and a four. So they don't notice. Uh the noobs get disadvantage as a group. Yeah, they don't notice. And the dwarfs get individual rolls to see if they notice you. But do they care? Um, they notice that I cast something, but uh, um, the uh, woman helping them 
brings up a line item and it immediately retracts his attention from from Lonix and back to the fact that she's costing them money. Um, so you are invisible for as long as uh, Lonix can hold concentration, I believe, to an hour or 10 minutes. I think it's an hour. One of the, is it an hour? hour. A polymorph yeah. is an hour. Anyways, you have you have some time. You will roll stealth with it with advantage. I would have rolled stealth with advantage anyways, but that's neither here nor there. Um, well, you get double advantage. Not that it matters. They have disadvantage to see you as well. Okay. Um, yeah, so I'll attempt to uh, sneak my way around the counter towards the where where the keys are. Okay. Um, there's enough room back there, and uh, they are kind of like standing up out of uh, whatever stool or seat they had and leaning on the counter to show the newbie group the brochures. She's flipping through a couple of different options, and the other one is pretty occupied with the dwarfs. They are arguing every comma on this, this uh, document that you all signed on a whim. So uh, I am going to roll with disadvantage, and I need you to roll me a stealth with advantage. Oh, that, that one was not high, and that one is worse. That was yucky. Best I have is a nine. So okay, uh, well my plus is better than that. Uh, Seventeen. There you go. Uh, easily stealth back. You are underneath the cabinet. Um, if you want to give me another perception check to see without touching, uh, perhaps if you can see where the uh, can I is could um. Could I use uh, my mage hand to attempt to manipulate the doors a little to uh, give a slightly better view? Um, sure. Okay. Then I would like to do that. And then you, uh, you said perception? Yes. Okay. Uh, all right. All right. All right. 23. You see the key for, um, there's a label, uh, for, um, room 77 it is on a hook by itself like they've taken it off a ring set it aside because they're going to be giving it to someone you know uh but it is on the uh the sixth or seventh uh row down and is the inside left column so you you see exactly where it is Okay. So, uh, what a sleight of hand to grab it and a stealth to get the fuck out of there. All right. Uh, I think once you pick it up, because you're invisible, it becomes invisible, correct? 
I mean, I could just tuck it no, into a. No. I mean, I could tuck it yeah. into a pocket or something. So. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, not when your mage hand picks it up, but when you actually touch it, anything you're holding or carrying becomes yes. invisible because of the spell. So yeah. So you you said slide a hand. Yeah. yeah, slide a hand to grab it, and then a stealth to get back out from behind the counter. Fuck me. All right. Uh. Fourteen on the sleight of hand. Okay, um, because you're invisible, it's still with disadvantage. Um, that's a natural one, and that's another nine. So, uh, yeah, I think you're fine. Okay, you get it off the hook without scraping it or clinking it. Uh, free and clear. Uh, another stealth with advantage and spotting with disadvantage. Like a three. Uh, Ooh, no, this one. Twenty-eight. Yeah, fifteen isn't going to be a twenty-eight. Okay. okay. Uh, so yeah, you get back over to Lonex, uh, kind of bump in, bump into him. He uh, reaches in his pocket, kind of flares his jacket a little bit. It falls over you, and as he pulls it off of you, you're visible again. Like, get out of there, he says. Just kind of, like, what are you doing? Play it off. A little sleight of hand. What the hell? Hey, I, eighteen. And I, two, I expect, 20. I expect some money on my nightstand later. Um, sure. I'm a married man, even though she left me. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think we're done here. Okay. Um, so you guys will uh, exit out the. Well, we're just. Just for orientation of this map, the west side of the entrance into that uh, little uh, doorway. Uh, just for matter of fact, this is the way you entered when you first came. And as you come through this hallway, lining the hallways are these like kind of spectral kiosks uh, uh, of uh, kind of junk barkers uh, or junk uh, uh, vendors with various adventuring things, you know, uh, uh, magical rope. It's, it it's, uh, says it's 10 feet, but it's really 12. Uh, you know, just all that kind of crap. Remember the plus three sword for, for three hits. Yeah. Oh, I remember. Mm -hmm. All those, those, uh, Silly items. Yeah, the shittiest home shopping network, yes. Yeah. And then uh, you come to uh, a T, that little bulbous area sticking out there. It just has a statue of Asmodendak. His his body is kind of... Oh, no, no I'm sorry. That's a statue of Daryl. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he was replaced. Uh, statue of Daryl uh, dance there. Uh, kind of directing you to the north, you know, like go on but if you look to your left the south uh there is a uh a larger room uh you see and in this room you see uh a guard station wait i guarding what what appears to be a stairwell the hold, quick quick question though about where that statue was that are little, there this kind of like yeah. alcove sticking out there. Yeah. Are there are there any guards in close proximity to that? Uh, just through the door to your to the south. Yeah, they're all there's several in there. 
Okay. Uh, any of them? So this is that bulbous thing, Eastern Wall. Yeah. Okay. Like right along line with the counter that sticks out there. Okay. So yeah. then before going into the room that it's goes. A, it's a larger than life statue. He towers over you. And he's just like gesturing <clears throat> to the north hallway that leads you know, into the dungeon. So before before going fully into the uh, that north-south hallway there that has that little bulb off of it. Yeah. So uh, still in there in front of the like spectral vendors. Uh that little pass through which I'm guessing is a doorway. Oh, that little narrowing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh That statue is ridiculous. It's very lifelike other than, you know, he's taller than uh he is in real life. Oh. It kind of has a saw. I mean, the the colors. It's 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 a statue, but it's like life colors. It looks like he's standing there in full life, but his son, his uh, skin kind of glistens and glows uh, uh, supernaturally, and his clothes are vibrant and and uh, you know without dust or blemish. It's like the perfect rendition of Daryl, if conceived by a conceited Daryl. <sighs> what you doing? Okay. Uh, I have a question about prestidigitation. Yes. Are we strictly adhering to soil being dirty or or poop? Yes. Okay. Well, it's the effect that lasts longer than an hour. Uh, uh, so, up on uh, giant Daryl's face, pointing at his mm -hmm. mouth, uh, just a big... Uh, realistic-looking penis in poop. Okay. Roll me a saving throw. Uh, any particular flavor? Or? Um, we'll say uh, intelligence. Oh, okay. I'm good at those. <laughs> uh, 23. Um, you feel your spell cast you feel its target run awry and your nose starts to reshape uh, slightly penis penile uh, before you are able to shake it off. That's pretty funny. I approve. Yeah, he wouldn't allow something like that to happen. Okay. Uh, he probably re resorted, or uh, he probably leveraged 
That makes sense. A whole lot of resources just to protecting that. That makes sense. It would be protected from magic. That makes yeah. that makes sense. Uh, I'm surprised you didn't see it. That's uh, that's that's my fault. That's my fault. Uh, so I'll shake my shoulders to uh, rouse the kids. Fine, fucker. Uh, all right, kids, do the pigeon thing. Okay. Do I? I don't think that's possible. Hmm. I don't think that's possible. If if they are familiars, then they are fake creatures, and they don't defecate because they don't eat. They don't eat. Oh, yeah, it's true. No, they don't have to eat. Okay. My birds have eaten. They have helped us clean in the past. Okay. So um, so canonically, my birds eat, even if they don't need to, because there's a practical application for it. Sure. What goes in um, must come out. Uh, sure. They um, they go up what on his head, on his shoulders. Where where are they going? They, they well, outstretched arm. Where, well, where where do you want this? Uh, oh yeah, outstretched arm on the hand. Okay. Um, which one is this? Uh, Moonin. Okay. We'll uh, go first. Moonin, roll me a save. Because as the uh, magical poo, not magic related response, but uh, as the poo exits, it ignites. And uh, let's see if a uh, deck save they can he can get out of the way. Oh my god. Okay. Daryl doesn't want people fucking with his shit, apparently. No, he doesn't. What's a what's what what we got for a save? Uh, I got shit for damage. Okay, and you said this was a uh, what kind of save? Intelligence still? Dex. Dex. No, dex save. Okay. Dex save. It's basically you do it. It, it does its business. As soon as it touches the hand, it ignites in a little fireball of of sparks and and flame. This is just to see if the bird can like, oh fuck, get get the hell out of the way. It cleans itself. Seven. Seven? That's probably gonna fail. So you're gonna take half the damage to your to your bird, which is one. Because I rolled a one. Okay. My one D four. Okay. Is the other one still pooping? <laughs> No. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. This is completely in line with with the character. I'm I'm absolutely making this up, but this is yeah, exactly the way it would be. The other one's not pooping, but I'm not done here. I need to find the okay. rest. I need to find the rest of her inventory. <laughs> okay. Chad. Um, yeah. And. 
Jill, or, or, or sorry, Winston and Snowflake, uh, while uh, Violet uh, enacts a vendetta against this uh, lovely statue, um, you notice that the hallway to the south opens up into a, a, a large room that, mm-hmm. uh, among other things, uh, has a, a guard station that seems to be guarding a stairwell. Uh, roll a, uh, you didn't talk to the guard, right? Nope. Okay. Having been around Asmodendax, these are the first real guards you've seen, at least in a, uh, congregation. You've seen them roaming around before, but this is like, this is the first time you've ever seen them idle somewhere other than maybe the entrance, okay. which yeah, is only on busy days to keep people from fighting in line. Right. So, and you know the guy you're looking for is some kind of officer or some kind of captain. Mm-hmm. So while you're here, yeah, um, you, you spy with your little eye. I'm actually going to use a feature of my character. A feature of your character. This is the uh, the school of scribe or something? Uh, Yes, yes. Let me get to... Is that Tasha's? Yep. Just got to get to the right page. I'm sorry. Jesus Christ. Warlock, wizard. Excuse me. Notebook while you're holding a book, you're granting falling benefits. Uh, okay, so I'm going to use a bonus action sure. to manifest a little spectral book well it's not little it's it's, it's, it's spell book size okay it could be a spell book it could be a endless scroll that just rolls through yeah. you know it, it can look like whatever the fuck you want it to right yep but okay. mine looks like a book okay and um Manifested, it can hear and see and attends dark vision with a range of 60 feet. It disappears if it's more than 300 feet away from me. So uh, I'm going to have it kind of stick to the wall. Like, move it Which wall? Uh, we'll say, so I'm looking there. Okay, so you're kind of, if, if you're with, with Violet or or even around her, you'll be in that hallway that's going north and south right, right by that little alcove, right up, right by the right. statue. So... And, and this is to the south of me. Yes. Okay. That south uh, kind of rectangle room with the... Yeah. The hashes and the arrow, that's the stairway. Yep. Okay. So I'm going to have it cling to that west wall and kind of like slide its way around into the room. 
Describe the spell book to me. Like, is it glow? Is it like spec? You said it's spectral, right? Yeah, it's just it just looks like a book. Okay, so there's a book just floating along the wall, or is it along the it's ceiling like, or what? No, no, it's like it's like as if it were stuck against the wall and just kind of sliding. Okay. Uh, yeah, roll okay. me a stealth check. Okay. I guess. And uh, I got, we'll just say for argument's sake, I got uh, four guards in here. So they'll just roll. Okay. Uh, okay. And okay. what'd you get for stealth? For your, oh, I don't know. Uh, you can add your uh, spell casting modifier since you're oh. controlling this. It's okay. basically a spell. So that's better. So that's a 12. You rolled an 11, and with your spell casting modifier, your spell attack no, no. bonus. No, no. With with my with my stealth, it'd be an 11. With my spell casting, it's a 12. <laughs> You have a plus one to your intelligence? No. You you said stealth, so I rolled and added my stealth. You oh, said, oh, oh. You're, there's only one point difference between the two of them. Okay. Yes. I get you. Yeah. I get you. Um, yeah. So a 12. Yeah, the guards see the book, and they're, they're kind of curious about, like, what the fuck is that? And uh, two of them notice, uh, surprisingly, okay. uh, one rolled an 11, one rolled a 10. So two of them did notice. Um, okay. One of the ones that didn't notice is the captain who's busy, you know, he's sitting kind of at a, he's standing at a kind of a podium kind of kiosk, kind of hostess yeah. station kind of thing. And he's okay. uh, writing something, it looks like, or taking notes about something. And the other okay. one is talking to him, like giving him a report or something. The other two okay. are like, Wait, what the hell? And they kind of walk towards the doorway to, as as your book comes in, they're kind of like on an intercept course for it. Okay. So as I see them kind of walking over that way, I'm just going to just blurt out, God damn it. And I'm going to start walking that way. And I'm going to just profusely apologize. I'm so sorry. You know, uh, stupid uh, you ever end up with something that's cursed? Well, well, what? They're 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 looking at the book and they're looking at you and they kind of they don't take a step back, but they do rock back as soon as you say cursed. Um, no, it's, it's not it's not gonna hurt you. So you mm -hmm. know, well, while a, while you're have while you're having that interaction with the guards, uh -huh. uh, Snowflake, what you got going on? Um, are you, uh, are you keen to, uh, Winston's shenanigans or Violet's shenanigans? Violet is abandoning her shenanigans. Why? Uh, I was going back. I was going back. No, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say Winston, but like, I'm staying a little farther back because I'm not as stealthy, so. Once he fucks something up, then I'll be there. 
So you're you're maintaining a stealth posture kind of thing. Right. Okay. Uh, and uh, Lonix is like, I thought we were, and he's pointing to the north, and he's like, I thought we were going, okay, whatever. And he just kind of stands there, kind of to the north of the statue, just looking at the group, waiting for whatever to happen. So, uh, yeah, back to Winston. Winston is explaining yeah. that this book is not cursed, but it's it's not. Cursed, it feels like it is a cur to, curse to him. Yeah, you, you, you ever, you know, I'm here to adventure and I'm hoping to get better, but, you know, I got this fucking book of spells and it's got a goddamn mind of its own. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna, you, you need to keep that on a leash. Yeah. And the other one elbows him, uh, book on a leash? What the hell? How are you supposed to eat it? I'm gonna apologize. Whoa! Oh my God! That took a sec. Uh, <laughs> I wondered if he was gonna pick up on it. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm gonna apologize again, and just you know, I'm gonna point at the book, and I'm gonna say, "Hey, asshole, come back!" And and I'll I'll will the book to to come back to me. And then it <laughs> to me. So if you're it. controlling the book. Yet you uh -huh. call it an asshole to make uh -huh. it come back. Are you calling yourself an asshole? Sort of. For, okay, for, okay. For okay. dramatic purposes. Sure, and sure. And once it gets back, I mean, it does have a mind. It is sentient. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll whisper, good job. What we needed. It uh, it it kind of cracks open and a couple of pages do a, <laughs> you know, <laughs> kind of a, a, a dog panting kind of a, I'm a good boy. Kind of, kind of look about it yeah. as I'll, you scoop uh, it up. Yeah, I'll, I'll open up my my kind of satchel on my side and let it kind of drift back in there with the book itself. Okay. Uh, so while it was in there, um, it's able to see and hear. Was it able to see or hear anything that, that we couldn't see or hear ourselves? Um, give me a perception check. That's very, yeah, very interesting. Um, that's going to be a 13. A 13. Um, you hear uh, the book heard and reports back to you, or you heard through it. Uh, it is... I thought it was sentient and talked to you telepathically. Yes, telepathically it can talk to me. Okay. Uh, it tells you that it heard the one guard standing tell the one at the podium that was writing down that there is a uh, maintenance crew arriving this morning to inspect um or try to remedy dungeon 77's issue okay are we going to send in a guard with that team or are we just leave them to the to what happens and the guard at the podium responded well i don't think we want to pay for another team we probably should protect them while they're in there 
<laughs> okay. Good deal. Good deal. Sweet. So yeah, they didn't give a time, but they just said it's it, they're due to come. So they're all, like yeah. on their way, kind of thing. Okay. Timeline has uh, has increased a little here. Gotcha. Yeah, a little more urgency. But you do know that once a group enters a dungeon and closes the door, the next group that enters said dungeon isn't necessarily in the same dungeon. Right. They're on their own instance. But if you're taking the key with you, There's there's a little chaos to be had there. Yeah. Yeah. Um everyone uh as as uh as you're relaying this to the group and the conversation ensues talking about, oh wait, I think there more than one group can go into each dungeon at a time. If they don't actually see each other, they can make their own. You're having this conversation. Everybody roll me uh um a wisdom check. Just a 15. D20, add your wisdom modifier. 15? Well, I got a, a natural 20, but then I well, got hell. a zero. So 20. 13. I'll roll for Lonix to see if he got a natural one. That's cool. Um, what'd you get, Jeff? 13. 13. Okay. Um, natural 20 wins it. Uh, Snowflake you kind of get a, a tingly kind of uh, belly button, like a string pulling your belly button back through your spine, like, oh, God, should we be taking the key into the dungeon? Isn't that dangerous? Is that like putting a bag of holding in a bag of holding? <laughs> I mean, it's the key that opens the dungeon, and we're taking it in the dungeon. What the fuck? Is that how it got broke? I have thoughts. So, if we have to you... go to the dungeon, can we just like, do we have to hold it open the whole time or can we just like hide the key under a rock and come back and get it later? Yeah, just leave it in a hallway or, you know, throw it in a, in a potted plant or in a wall sconce or something. Yeah. Yeah, Lonix is like, yeah, yeah, I guess we could just, I mean, we're not going to come out that door, so it doesn't really matter if it locks behind us, right? Right. I'm just making sure that, like, but if we go you in there, the key of the handle the entire time you walk through the dungeon door or it doesn't go through the type thing. But if we go in now, we're not coming out, we're not going to 88 or till we're done. not going to the button club until we finish 77 then so then do we want to run by the button club real quick see if we can get anything done there in an expedient fashion before we make a run on 77 because it looks like we've got a way in i think that's probably our, our best bet I mean, we've got options but it's no reason to completely ignore one yet okay so you're gonna run by 77, maybe stash the key, keep it on you, or just look at the door, see if they got a barricaded or something. And uh, I I want to 88. 
I would like to see what the guard situation looks like on 77. Okay. So you go north to that little square room with the, uh, with the tributaries going off of it. And you, you go again to west. And right there, the first door on the west side of this hallway, uh, as it turns again north, uh, is uh, Dungeon 77, or as, as you're, you're directed. Uh, there's a piece of caution tape across the doorway. Okay. <laughs> but that is about the extent of their, you know, locking it. It's basically just a, a an eviction flag or something on the door. It's it's just simple, yeah, caution tape going diagonally across the door a little bit. Well, I mean, it's Not like even like I mean, you could easily duck under it, but uh, it's it's just there to catch your eye. Like, hey, this one's broke. Okay, I mean, it's like like Mama always it just, said. It just it just says out of service on it. Safety third. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, so we know what the situation is here. 88? Yeah, let's go to 88. I didn't okay. get all dressed up for nothing. Okay, oh yeah, that's right. The whole fucking time you're dressed like pimps. I forgot about that. I, you should have had disadvantage on stealth and sleight of hand and shit. Because uh, people would be looking at you funny. But anyways, going north up uh, that hallway and you come into a big room that leads uh, into... Uh, this kind of like an open door uh, to offices and then like little steps down into the hallway. Those little tiny squares in those offices uh, on the east and west sides of the, that first bank, those are fireplaces. Just, they're not dungeon doors. They're just interesting. Um, there is like a, a kind of a window can into those offices. Uh, and then there's several... Um, Dungeon doors. You do notice as you pass these four dungeon doors originally, 77, and the next one's like 33. You know, and the, the one after that's like 18. And then two. You know, th th they're not numbered any way uh, that makes any kind of sense. Okay. Uh, that's par for the course. Two. 18, what would you say, 34? Three. 33. And me and the damn prime duplicate numbers. Just labeling them as I, as I say them in case we come back later. Um, so, yeah, you come back into another room, and it has six dungeon doors on here and then windows and uh, into these other offices. Uh, you said it had six dungeon here. doors? Yes, there are six in that, that long, long room that hey, goes north and south. You know what? While we're passing through, what numbers are on those doors, Ray? Okay. We have uh, this one at the top, uh, top west is four. The one below that is seven. The two underneath that is 11. And 16. And the ones on the west, they're very far apart, but the southernmost one is three. And the one above at the top is five. Fascinating. Yeah. Absolutely fascinating. 
because you like torturing me. I mean, it's only because you wouldn't let me shit on the statue. <laughs> Why would I? It's terrible. <laughs> okay, uh, going north, uh, you have another hallway that goes east and west with uh, four doors. And if anyone's curious, curious this is 21, uh, 17, uh, 99, and 1. It's all good practice for when you get to call bingo at the home. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> um, Is it your turn uh, next week? Yeah, yeah. Uh, God, I, I, I'm, I'm dreading it because the next H-shaped room has, what, uh, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 14, 15, 16, and 88. Uh, fuck. Um, so, yeah, you come into that hallway and you see... At the end of the hall, there's 88, and uh, I will label all these and uh, send you um, a new screenshot of the new labeled numbers. I appreciate your attention to detail, Ray. Sure. Uh, I did. I honestly didn't expect you to do that. Hardest part is keeping track of what numbers I've used already. Uh, uh, I truly expected you to just tell me to fuck off. No, no. Damn it. This. Another hard part is there's not much room here. Um, damn it. Have I used 26 yet? No. Okay. Sorry, this is boring. Um, so you come up to... Uh, Dungeon 88, uh, what's what's the plan? Is there any security outside? Anybody, you know, keeping things? Outside you know, 88? Yeah. Actually, yeah. Uh, it's, it's easy to see as soon as you turn the corner and look down the hall. Um, this door is painted, like, fucking glow-in-the-dark emerald green. I mean, it's just like vibrant green door and uh it's decorated around the, the frame and everything uh the door handle where there's usually like a knob and a, and a lock below it um has been replaced with just like your your normal like handle to push a door like you're going into a, a business or a, something without a lock it's just yeah like an entrance Okay. Well, uh, I'm going to just touch the door with one finger. Okay. Yeah. 
Roll a, a wisdom saving throw. Fuck me. Uh, five. Five. You feel over overwhelming urge to enter this door. Seems you, like you're, a great place, guys. Let's go. You, you immediately feel this this rush of excitement. Gotta go. Time to go. Let's go. I need to go party. Anybody going with him? After you. Yeah, I'm good. Pushing, pushing the door in. Time to go. Okay. I'll hustle. I'll hustle in behind him and uh, try and not touch the door. <laughs> you don't want to be excited by the room. Evidence. Evidence of where I've been is bad. Okay. Um, you go in and it opens up into a, uh, it doesn't look like a dungeon. It looks like a, uh, a kind of a elaborate tavern. Uh, we, we established this like midnight. Yeah. It's late, late at night. Um, at least in here, you don't know what time of day it is outside because obviously there's newbies in the front lobby coming in like. It's, you know, the start of the day. So who knows? Um, that's curious. Take that to, to, with you. Um, I'll number the rest of those later. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it's just this, like, just Studio 54 kind of looking place, you know? Fuck yeah. You walk in, there's like a foyer, there's a there's a guy standing there that asks for your cover. A cover? Uh, Lonick starts to take off his coat, and he goes, no, no. It's too gold to get in. Oh, you don't, you don't need to no, pay sorry. us. No, I'm sorry. Too silver to get in. That's, 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 that's ridiculous. You don't need to pay us. It's fine. We don't mind. Okay, you can leave. I, I don't have time for this bullshit. I'll, uh, I'll toss them a gold and say I'm sorry for my friend here. They've never been in civilized society. Well, they still haven't. Welcome to the butt cl button club. And he reaches down and he unhooks the rope and lets you guys through. I am... This is anything but civilized society. I am headed to the party. Oh, delightful. <laughs> uh, as I'm walking away, can I, can I slide a hand something? Sure. As you walk by, this guy is... You notice this guy is a satyr? You can tell from him standing behind the podium, but uh, yes, he's, he's a satyr. Mm -hmm. huh. What are you slight slight of handy? And I will roll to see if he notices and roll good. Uh press the digitation. Okay. 
You look like you're not feeling well, sir. Why is he? Uh, why do you say that? Hmm. Uh. Just because you look like an asshole. Um, you rolled a sleight of hand. Yeah, yeah, I did. I did. He's he's gonna see this. <laughs> What'd you roll? Uh, grand total eleven. Yeah, he rolled an eighteen. So yeah, he notices. And uh, but it was a um, natural just... one. <laughs> wow. Uh, what what are, what effect are you trying to uh, place upon him? Uh, I was going to soil uh, his upper half with a barf-like amalgamation. Okay. Well, he does have... Uh, what is your uh, spell DC? Uh, there's no save associated with this spell, though. He has magic resistance against uh, uh, advantage against spells and other magical effects. Uh, 13. He rolled a 19. So, yeah, there like a barfy kind of a substance appears and it just kind of like evaporates off his chest and he's like, neat trick. We're going to have fun in here. <laughs> Sweet. <clears throat> so you guys uh how how tall is the ceiling? How tall is the ceiling in here? Uh in this entryway, probably nine feet, say. And then past that there is a couple steps down into the like you know, lounge area proper. There's a bar uh, several feet in front of that. There's several tables around and then behind the bar, which is, there's like the back side of the bar, uh, a few tables and this huge dance floor. And there are steps going up to a balcony where there's another dance floor. There's cages hanging down and people in them dancing and shit. Uh, it seems to be pretty quiet right now, but there are, uh, Still are a number of people in here. There's probably 60 people in here. Maybe a third of that is employees. Okay. Um, but see the, sorry, ceiling in the entryway proper is nine feet. And then after that, it goes up to probably 30 feet. Okay. So, where are we headed? We are looking for Donner, who is the proprietor of this club. I propose we find. Oh, uh, uh, Door Maiden. Door Maiden? Yes, uh, door. I'll ask the door maiden. The sat the satter behind the satter behind the podium. Yeah, the door maiden. Um, 
where might we find yeah. uh, where might we find uh, the proprietress Donna? Um, never heard of her. Was it was it not Donna? Don? Anyone? Anyone want to help her? Uh, Dahmer. I believe the name was Dahmer. Donner. You're you're looking for Donner. Um, yeah. I, yeah. He I doesn't like? really he doesn't really sign for deliveries himself. Uh, are you talent? Yes. We like to think uh, so. Well, there is a uh, there is a uh, he kind of gestures with his hand like like whatever. Uh, there is a talent show tonight. Um, he usually, you know. I don't know what the word is. Presides over that. Is that right? Okay. He, 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 he's the final judge when it comes to, okay. uh, comes to that. Okay. Usually gets started about two. Okay. Well, uh, and after all your shenanigans getting here, it's like 1230. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay. Okay. Are, are we? Uh, are we? Until good? then, I would imagine he's probably just in his office, and he kind of points like directly above himself. Excellent. That's a great place for us to start our quest. And as as he's talking to you, there's a um, a group of ladies come in. Uh, they're exceedingly tall and broad-shouldered, but they are dressed to the nines. They come in, he goes, yeah, if, if you move along, excuse me, I gotta... Good evening! Welcome to the Button Club. Can I get your cover? And he starts, you know, greeting this next group. Okay. Okay, so we need to, we need to head upstairs. Okay. Um, you go down the like you know two steps, you know which accounts like you know a few feet to into the lounge proper, and uh, there's a few tables like I said the, the bar and whatnot. Um, if you look back over your shoulder, up where he gestured, um, above, directly above him is a. Uh, a window that out that looks out on the dance floor and the club everywhere and it looks like an office or some site there is a stairwell uh or hallway that leads to the uh we'll say the west side of it that uh, you would enter that office, but uh, the balcony that is 
you know, if you look back over your shoulder to the north side of the, the um, club, it doesn't seem to, the balcony doesn't seem to connect to that hallway. There's a way up there, but you don't, it isn't obvious. So it's not, uh, straight up to the boss's office. Okay. Well, so I think we don't see a way up there. Haha. <laughs> not directly. But we do. Okay. <laughs> I have a way, but it's way too obvious. P-R-S-T. You can get up onto the balcony, probably, right? Well, Jeff, with with Violet. Uh, I have a couple different ways that I could get up there on my own, but I have one way that could get the party up there. It would just take oh, a little right. time. I have a rope. Okay, of, so, I have a rope. So that'll kind of stand out. I know. Question, question about the wording of a spell. What spell? I may be familiar with it. Unseen it, servant. Unseen servant. Yes. Mister Velvet springs, springs into existence in an unoccupied space on the ground within range. Technically, you could argue that the floor of the balcony would be ground within range. Yes, you could okay. argue that. Okay. Can I successfully argue that? <laughs> Um, let me look at the spell uh, along with you. Uh, I would say if it's 30, uh, what would you say the range was? 60 feet. 60 feet. Yes. You can place him up there. Yes. You can only, you would only be able to move him so long as you can see where he's going. Even though you don't see him, you have to see where you're sending him, correct? Uh, on each of your turns as a bonus action, you can mentally command the servant to move up to 15 feet and interact with an object. The servant can perform simple tasks that a human servant can do. Nope, doesn't say I have to be able to see it. But he cannot move more than 60 feet away from me or he goes away. So if the if the ceiling is thirty feet tall, yes, you can get him up there, and uh, um, yeah, are you are you casting the spell? Well, that would, so it has uh, verbal, somatic, and material components. So yes. you will want 
If you don't want anybody to know you're doing this, you're going to have to find some cover. Right. So... I will say you have to kind of see where you're going to be casting it. Yes. Like seeing yes. your target. You can't go into the bathroom and say, okay, above me. No, no. You know. no. So I'm thinking uh, I'm, there's, there's tables down here around the dance floor. Mm-hmm. They're okay. they're both uh there's both like stand around uh, kind of higher stand around them tables, as mm -hmm. well as uh tables with uh, tables with like four or five chairs around them. Okay, okay. Uh, that I think we sit. should. Yeah. Okay. So I think I need you guys to stand between me and like the bar area. There are like 40 patrons kind of crowding all around there. I mean, you guys are kind of, it, it's, it's a big place, but I mean, you could probably get a table of people between you and the bar. Yeah. I, I just, I want to get to a point where I'm, I'm obscured from the bar. And then there's, there's waitresses kind of wandering, uh, about, um, you do see uh like standing like off to the corner uh is there's not like a door or anything over there but just a, a guy kind of uh half work dude in a leather vest got kind of a brass ring around his upper arm you know a bice oh, around his bicep and he's just kind of sitting there with his arms crossed he just you know He's Mr. Bouncer. Yep. yep. And uh, once you become uh, accustomed to his uh, silhouette, you notice uh, a couple more. Okay. With Within eyesight, you know, like the opposite corner and maybe across the dance floor, you see one. Just okay. various places to break up, you know, disagreements, keep people under control, shuffle people out there causing trouble. Yep. Okay. I'd, I'd say there's half a dozen waitresses, you know, on this side of the bar. You're, there's probably, you know, one, two that kind of wander around. There's three bartenders. There's the satyr, which is kind of yep. over your shoulder as well. I mean, yeah, there's a bunch of eyes. Yep. So uh, it would be... Uh, trying to be smart about like what there's not like like with savage worlds there's like your spell casting you know yeah what's your spell right. casting you know modifier so i'm almost gonna say your arcana okay like you know, to uh you can either use arcana or sleight of hand okay to 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 cast okay i'm gonna use but uh, um to keep it hidden, I want to say you'd probably be at disadvantage. That's fine. But everyone watching you, no one has advantage to see you. And I'm going to say, I'm going to hold D6, see how many people that might be seeing you. Oh, five. There might be five people that could see you. Okay. Well, a natural 20 and a 17 means disadvantage is a 17 for a wow. total of 23. 
I am I, casting I rolled a, this. I rolled eight, four, and four for the first three, and okay. a nine, three for the other two. So yeah, no one gives a shit about the Tabaxi Wizard Pirate. Sweet. So Rain. just just so you're aware how I'm doing this, I am I am casting this as. A ritual, but I'm using my awakened spellbook, which allows me to once per day ritual cast at normal speed. Cool. So don't use a spell slot, but get to cast it just normally. Yep. Sweet. Yep. And I'm gonna put them up there on top. Well, on the on the balcony. Okay. You uh, mentally like a chess piece on uh, on a board, place a little invisible figure on the balcony above you, or the walkway, if, if you will, above your head. Mm -hmm. It is on the same level as the balcony. Mm -hmm. uh, if you were to walk up either of the stairs to the west or right or left and then goes up onto the balcony, which is partially above the dance floor, but partially you know, just the back of the room. Right. It's it's mostly tables there, but okay. it's basically an effort to keep the dance floor clear. Yep. Yep. So I'm trying to, I'm going to command the servant to, oh shit. Fuck, this may have been dumb. It, it, uh, it is invisible, right? It is, it is invisible. It is invisible, so it has advantage on stealth. Yep. To not be seen. Does it have mass? I mean, can people walk through it? I assume since it can pick up and interact with things, it has mass. I would assume mass. it has mass, yeah. So um, I'm going to take away its advantage to be, to, uh, be stealthy when okay. you, when it reaches outside your vision because you can't see okay. things to yep. to avoid them that's fair that's fair and it has to follow your command so if you're directing it a direction even if there's something in its way it's going to go that direction right that makes right. sense yep no, i'm like trying to be i'm trying to be fair but but yeah you know. no i'm okay. with you um so I just you can possibly move around the dance floor and uh, sixty feet. It's yep. thirty feet to the ceiling. Yep. From from where you're at to the steps is probably thirty feet. You might be able to get up on the balcony and maintain yep. sixty feet distance from him if you keep him where he's at now. And then I'm I'm gonna try and draw this place real quick just to help you guys. Um, One. I'm just trying to see if the unseen servant is capable of spotting an entrance to the office that doesn't have an entrance. Can it communicate? Uh, that's why I said this may have been a fucking waste of time because I don't think you can communicate and you can't see through it. Right. Uh, I don't yeah. see that. 
It's not a familiar. No. It can kind of communicate. <laughs> uh, this is going to be terrible. So uh, I'm going to tell it to find, to, to locate the entrance to the room and then pick up a glass off a table and throw the glass in that direction. There you go. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, so it walks to the entrance to the to the uh, office. There's no table back here. This is a hallway. There's no like club patrons back here. This is like a for the employees only kind of thing. It would have to walk to the balcony above the back to grab a glass. Mm. Okay. Um, roll, roll. Roll me perception to see if you can see anything up there that that he can toss. Uh, that's going to be a fourteen. Fourteen. Um, there's a wall sconce with like a, a torch in it. Okay. I like I like where this is going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is going great. Burn this bitch down. Don't want to throw the don't want to throw the torch. That's a bad idea. Yeah, from from this angle, from being below, seeing yeah. up there, you can't really see the the floor. You can't really uh, there. And again, you can see that it's pretty much a simple hallway. Uh, right. So it's not. Uh, yeah, it's it's just a hallway. Okay. It doesn't have tables or uh, the mo the most that would be up there, because you don't have like, you know, even like cigarette disposal containers or anything like that. You right. have yeah, wall sconces. Sorry. Right. Nope. That's. It is what it is. Oh, fuck. He's up there. You you have have command of him. Why why not yeah. why not throw the torch? Because that's what we want to do. We want to start a fire in the club where we're at. Good. You understand. So throw the torch then. I don't want to throw the torch. Impulsive things like that are how I lost my ship. I don't want to do this again. Do you have a ship to lose? No. Look I at that. Then, then look at that. No problems. Oh, I'm not throwing the torch. You can, you can try and convince someone else to be that dumb. Okay, do we need the crowd herded in, in any direction at all? 
What do you think, Snowflake? Do we need to herd people? Um, I think so. Yeah, I don't. We are inside the dungeon right now. We are inside the button club. Yeah. If anything happens, it'll just reset them. No. Yeah, these, are, these, these aren't people that get reset. This is a permanent set dungeon area that is purchased from Daryl. This is unlike a dungeon you've been in. This is kind of the theme of, of this adventure. Every, every place you're going... Uh, it breaks the rules that we've established for dungeons. Yeah. As Mot when you're roaming around this floor of the 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 main floor of the dungeon, you're not in a dungeon. You don't have those safety nets. And when you're in the button club, again, safety nets are gone because Daryl doesn't control this. When you go into seventy seven, who knows what safety nets exist and which ones are missing. Yeah. The PCs um, get no safety net. Yeah. Training wheels are off here, boys. Yeah. A after um, the last adventure where you guys, where we showed how sh easily it is to fail, uh, in retrospect, this is this is not going to be any easier. Uh, let's see. Okay, well, we know that it's back a hallway to get to the offices. Yeah, there's a, there's a hallway. I mean, it's kind of a balcony. There is a wall. I mean, you put him up there. Um, Okay, I'm trying to draw the map real quick, but I'm draw trying to draw it in uh, into uh, le levels so you see the balcony and you see the main floor. Okay, and then there's just there's this tables everywhere I really thought we were going to uh, assault the geek squad tonight so I didn't I didn't give much thought to this assault the geek squad the people really? coming to fix 77 yeah I thought that's where you guys were leaning last time last week Thought you were either going to abduct them and, and impersonate them or kill them and, or lay low and follow them in or what. So, okay, let me take a quick, quick picture of this. This is the upper deck. This is... Upper decker, eh? Uh, Thank you, Dylan. Yeah, I don't know if I want... Uh, <laughs> you look for an upper decker? Yeah, um, 
from moving around the, the floor and uh, uh, you kind of move out into the, the dance floor. The dotted line is the dance floor proper. And then there's, you know, the tables and, and everything around everywhere. Okay. Damn it. Wrong app. Fools. Take the photo. way to do this without getting a huge shadow on it. Okay. And I will work on the, the main floor that you're currently on. Through the invisible servant and reconnaissance, you are able to suss out this layout. Okay. There is a door, if you go up to the balcony, that leads to a hallway. That that thick, that uh, double line there uh, represents a solid wall. Gotcha. And then the ones with the little circles, those are like a railing, so to speak. Gotcha. And then the, you can kind of see, um, where uh um the office is and its general layout yep okay okay would it be easier to just enter the talent show i mean at that point we're going to start burning time to get to get back to 77 I mean, considering you considering you have the key, no one's getting in seventy seven other than you. True. So we're we're thinking that they only have one key. Um, there's a master key in case it's lost, but the absence of seventy seven, considering it is a hot topic of the day, the absence of seventy seven's key will probably. Go or will not go unnoticed. Okay. Okay. Well, <sighs> I think, yeah, uh, I think we need to get upstairs. I think that's our best option. Sure. I'm going to have the uh, unseen servant just, uh, uh, I'm, I'm going to let go of the spell. I'm not going to, oh shit, no. It's not concentration. Yeah, so he's just going to go find a corner and stay away from everybody and just kind of do the the white boy arm dance in a corner 
the the butter churn thing. Yep. Oh wow, you are a horrible daddy. He's just gonna he's just gonna hang out until until he goes away. Enjoy some time. Uh, Have a good time. Can't see where I put the. Trying to trade. Okay. Trace the tans floor out again. I'll say using your map as reference, he's going to go to that uh, northwest top corner and just hang out there. Northwest top corner. He can't get past the door unless he opens it. Oh, he's inside that corridor? He's Shit. inside that corridor. That's where you put him. Put him up on a balcony. Right, right. I misunderstood the, the layout. Okay. Okay, uh, so he's, he's going to just stay out of the way and try and stay, try and not bump into anyone who may walk through this hallway. Okay, here's the other map. Um, so I drew it a little quicker than the other one, but it uh, should get us through. Eh, I don't know my password. Okay. So that's that little uh, square with the uh, opening at the bottom. That's the kiosk and the rope. Thing, and there's like a little room next to that, that whatever. And then there was a step down. There's all, all the circles are tables. The elongated backwards C thing, there's the bar. Those are the steps going up and then the dance floors in the middle of there. Yep. Okay. So it should give you a, a decent enough uh, layout of, of this place. Although I do not, uh, I will not uh, admit to that this is all of it, because right. there is other places accessible. You know, you can't see behind that wall. And there might right. be a whole line of doors there. That 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 one room that is by the entrance might be a stairwell. Who knows? There's got to be a place right. where they keep the booze. Right. And there's something really fancy about the dance floor. Of course there is. <sighs> okay, and the door so is locked. Well, no, the door is closed. He can turn the knob. He can't go through that oh, okay. that door without opening it. But right, you're not up right. on the balcony. You don't want know necessarily. You're he. Where is he now? Is he currently like by the railing so you can see him? Yeah. Okay. You can walk him down that hallway. You can say walk that way, and he's going to bump into the wall, and you know he's going to just go as far as you can. You don't know. Right. You don't really know. If he got there, a because you can't see him, and uh, 
you can't see it. If you went up to the top, if you went up the steps onto the balcony, you, you could see that door and you could right. direct you to back to that door, but you don't know what's on the other side of it. Yeah. There's, a, there's, there's a lot of unknowns. I've given you actually a lot of information with the map that you even don't have, but I'm going to let you infer a lot of it. Yeah. But there is a some kind of uh, competition or talent show uh, coming up at two. Yeah, I guess we need to stick around and join the talent competition. That's going to be really fun for me to role play. Um, uh, Unless someone else has a better idea. Um, I'm I'm sorry. Did did you just suggest the talent show? I did. <sighs> I think it just made Jeff stay. <sighs> this must be what lady boners feel like. <laughs> Okay. I thought that was I've the swollen I've been told that I'm somewhat of a poet. So tough. Jamie works at diner all day. <laughs> like a... As a... He's going to be repeating it. <laughs> Not of that song. <laughs> Not that one. Okay. Um, well, uh, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of time between now and two. Like I said, it was like 1230, say you got in here. So mm -hmm. it's been, say, kill a half hour kind of doing your little reconnaissance. Uh, what are the other two, uh, the other two doing while he's directing he says he's got something up on the on the balcony but you can't see it and he can't even point it out to you invisible servant is really or unseen servant is really a weird spell it is i know but there's a uh, the c team the one character uh draub had used unseen servant a lot and he would drape a cloth over him so he looked like a little ghost and he called him Mr. Velvet. Okay. That's a much better idea than what I had. Mr. Velvet, the softest of ghosts. Um, I would have just been following Winston. Okay. So I, I assume as as you're you're you kind of like wander the floor, like walking between in the crowd, just like a normal bar attitude. You, but set instead of like finding a table and uh, sticking to it, you're just kind of moving around, trying to get a better line of sight up on that railing. And like, how how do you get there? When I say you you finally resign to go up the steps, agreed. Yep. 
I assume there's a there, is there a crowd up there? Um, there's some people at the tables. There's some people sitting at a table, kind of uh, making out. You know, there there's it's a it's a bar. There people are doing bar stuff. They're drinking. They're talking, laughing. Uh, there are a couple of pe uh, people up here, just you know, kind of dancing. There is a, a music coming from somewhere. I forgot to put the ball, the the band somewhere, but uh, yeah, there there's a there's music coming from somewhere that uh, everyone is uh, kind of be bobbing from. There's a few people on the dance floor, say you know, ten or so. Is it the band from that one uh, sci-fi series set long ago, far away? Uh, no, no. It's 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 more it's more club. No, Chad, you you. I don't go any farther with that song, man. House of Mouse owns that shit now. Uh huh. That's a cease and desist and takedown. Even if you sing it yourself. I'm fairly certain you had the right tune. I believe House of Mouse has its own problems right now. Yeah, DeSantos and the entire state of Florida. Uh, so... wait here kind of pick it up next time figure out what we're going to do you can always bail on yeah. this to run back run back to 77. yeah we'll have to talk about it all right cutting audio figure out yeah. what we're gonna do.